This is Retro Sports Radio. Visit RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. With the playing of the National Anthem, we'll check the defense around for you for the New York Mets. Frank Thomas is at first base. Charlie Neal is at second base. Elio Chacon is the shortstop, and Felix Mantilla is at third. Joe Christopher is moved over into left field today for the Mets. Richie Ashburn is playing center field for the first time in quite a stretch. And Cliff Cook is in right. The catcher in the first game of today's doubleheader is Chris Canazaro, and the pitcher is Jay Hook. Jay Hook is 25 years of age. He is making his 19th start and his 22nd appearance of the year. He lost to the Giants on May 26 in 10 innings by a score of 7-6 when Willie Mays hit an extra inning home run. He lost 10-1 on June the 2nd. He relieved against the Giants on June the 3rd, worked one in the third inning in which he gave up no runs and allowed only one hit. He was not involved in the decision on July 4th when the Giants won 11-4. He went two-thirds of an inning, giving up three runs on five hits. Bob Bolin scheduled to go in the second game of the doubleheader today for the Giants, and Bill Hunter scheduled to go in the second game for the New York Mets. But right now, stepping up to lead off is second baseman Chuck Tiller, who has a batting average of 272. Ball, it's inside for ball one. And the ball game is underway here at the Polo Ground. Starting play today, the Giants are in second place in the National League standings. Two and one half games back of the league leading Los Angeles Dodgers. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. One and one to second baseman Chuck Hiller. Dodgers, of course, have moved on to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies as the Giants just left Philadelphia. Jay Hook with the 1-1 pitch to Chuck Hiller, and it's in there for a call strike two, one and two. The Giants came to New York last night after the conclusion of their game with the Phillies, which they lost by a score of 6-5 in 10 innings. And to add to their hard luck, the bus broke down on the way to New York, and the Giants were considerably delayed uh, getting into town. One member of the official party said the team broke down in the 10th inning, and the bus broke down a few hours later. Here's the one-two pitch. Swan and fouled off, and the count holds at one and two. While the Dodgers were beating the Mets yesterday, of course, the Giants were losing that one to the Phils to uh, allow the Dodgers to pick up another full game on the Giants and extend the lead to two and a half games. Of course, if uh, the Giants or Dodgers or both look over their shoulder, they'll find the Pittsburgh Pirates right there in third place. Here's a one-two pitch. It's a fastball. It missed inside. Two and two now to Chuck Hiller. An enthusiastic baseball crowd here at the Polo Grounds this Sunday afternoon. Wes Westrom 
coaching at first base, and Whitey Lockman is coaching around at third for the San Francisco Giants. A 2-2 pitch is high and away, and the count has gone out full to the Giant leadoff man. set to work the payoff pitch swung on and has a fly ball high to right field coming in underneath it is Cliff Cook he is waiting and Cook makes the catch for the out so there's one away and that brings up third baseman Jim Davenport for the Giants what a season Davenport is having he is batting 331 he has 10 home runs and 44 runs batted in he was on the National League All-Star squad, finishing second only to Kenny Boyer of the St. Louis Cardinals in the balloting at third base. Former football star at Mississippi Southern University. Has a pitch in there for Carl Strike. Believe the official terminology of the school now is the University of Southern Mississippi. one count to the right-hand batter as Jay Hook brings the pitch in low and it's 1-1. Chris Canizero is catching the first game with Sammy Taylor out with uh, the broken finger for three or four weeks. The catching core of the New York Mets consists of Chris Canizero and Joe Pignatano. Pignatano caught yesterday's game. Hook with a payoff pitch swung on and lined in the left field for the first base into the ball game. Played off the wall and passed Christopher, and Davenport is on his way to second base. Christopher up with it now, throws to third, and Davenport holds it second. It scored as a double. Davenport lined that one, whistled it out in the left field, and Christopher came over. A little uh, unfamiliar, apparently, with uh, left field position. He's been in center a great deal lately, and... Uh, and playing the carom off the wall allowed it to get past him. It is scored as a double. And here is Matty Alou at the plate, a left-hand batter. Brother of Philippe Alou, who is uh, also in the outfield today for the Giants. Matty's hitting 256. One home run, six runs batted in. Jay Hook into the stretch position, checks the runner at second and brings the pitch to the plate. Low in on a short hop and it's dug up by Chris Canizero. Wes Westrom, coaching down at first, was here yesterday. Uh, Manager Alvin Dark had allowed him to come on up for the old-timers game so that he got in a day ahead of the Giants as a team. Off the bag at second, Jim Davenport. Hook kicks and fires into the dirt, and it's coming on uh, inside, hitting a loo, and he's going to first hit by a pitch ball. Right down into the dirt at his feet, and he is hit by a pitch ball. And that's going to bring up Willie Mays with runners at first and second, and one man up. The pitch by Jay Hook was a curveball. Came in uh, right into the dirt off the foot of Matty Alou. 
Well, here's Willie back at the Polo Grounds with a batting average for the season of 305, including 25 home runs and 81 runs batted in. What an exhibition he put on during batting practice. And you can hear the buzz around the stands now as Willie is in there with a wide stance, right-hand batter. In the ballpark where he first came to the major leagues as a boy of 19 in 1951. Jay Hook into the stretch. The pitch to Mays. Fastball across the letters. Gets by and both runners advance. Canisero retrieves it. Hook covers the plate. Davenport holds at third. Matty Alou holds at second. Scored as a wild pitch. It was a tight pitch to Mays. Uh, he bounced back out of the way and both runners advanced. But it got on past Canizero. But charge a wild pitch against Jay Hook, who uh, now has called Canizero out. He's at the mound, checking things out with him. The Giants making a bid here in the top half of the first inning with one man out and runners at second and third. count to Willie Mays. Hook works straight away now and the pitch swung on and missed. It's one and one. Jay Hook is in a tough spot here in the top half of the first inning. He has his work cut out for him. The 1-1 pitch to May. Swung on and has a fly ball to short center field. Coming in is Ashburn. Cook is coming over also. Ashburn makes the catch. Davenport tags at third and comes on. And now Matty Alou tagged at second, moved on halfway, waited to see which way the throw was going. When it came to Neal, he moved on to third. So one run is in. Alou has advanced from second to third. And McCovey is coming up, a sacrifice fly and a run batted in for Willie Mays, and the Giants lead by a score of one to nothing. Big first baseman Willie McCovey has a season's batting average of 302. He has 12 home runs and 28 runs batted in. He's playing first base in this game. He has been used more in the outfield than at first base this season. He has been alternated in the outfield with Harvey Keene for most of the season. Covey, of course, a tall left-hand batter. Curveball misses low for ball one to Willie McCovey. Orlando Cepeda has been benched by manager Alvin Dark. Cepeda has been a 256 hitter since June the 1st. He's had only four home runs and 21 runs batted in since that date, June 1st. Last home run was on June 30th. He was benched because of tiredness yesterday. He pinch hit a two-run single. Has a swing and a foul ball into the upper deck off to the left side, out of play. One and one to big Willie McCovey. Incidentally, the Giants have pitcher Bob Garibaldi. In uniform today, for the first time, Garibaldi is eligible to uh, play today for the Giants. He's been on the trip, but this is the first time he has been added officially to the roster as of today. Curveball's hit on the ground through the hole in the right field for a base hit. Matty Alou comes out to score. 
And McCovey holds it first with a single to right on the ground between first and second. And the Giants lead here by a score of two to nothing. And that will bring up Philippe Alou. He is a right-hand batter. And Philippe Alou is hitting 326. He has 15 home runs and 61 runs batted in. Philippe Alou was on the National League All-Star squad. Finishing behind Roberto Clemente in the right field balloting. Two men out, and the pitch is long away for a ball to Alou. Two runs in here for the Giants in the top half of the first inning. Frank Thomas holds against the runner at first base. Pitches outside for ball as a throw down to first. It is not in time. With Gil Hodges out of action and in the hospital with the kidney stone ailment, the Mets have only one first baseman, Marv Thornberry, who is a first baseman by trade. Of course, they have Frank Thomas playing first. He has played it a great deal during his major league career. And they also have Rod Keneal available for duty at first base. This is a 2-0 pitch to Philippe Ballou, and it's low. It's out to 3-0. Catcher Tom Haller is in the on-deck circle for the Giants. This is the second trip of the Giants into the polo grounds this season. Giants were in the first time the first week in June. McCovey leads off the bag at first, the 3-0 pitch. He's in there for a call strike, and it's 3-1. And, we were speaking of Bob Garibaldi a moment ago, being in uniform for the Giants today and eligible to play for the first time. He is the... Uh, Fine young collegiate pitcher from Santa Clara who was recently signed to a bonus contract by the Giants. There was a great deal of competition for him. Has a fastball in there for a call. Strike throw to first. He's out at first base. Frank Thomas put it on Willie McCovey. Frank Thomas putting the tag on Willie McCovey as Chris Canazero fired it down there. It goes two to three if you're scoring and in the top half of the first. The Giants got two runs on two hits. No errors. Nobody loved. And at the end of one half inning of play, the score is the Giants 2 and the Mets nothing. Now for the New York Mets up to lead off is center fielder Richie Ashburn. Richie has a season batting average of 299. He has gone 35 walks this season. He has six home runs, one of them coming yesterday. His previous season's high, four. Ashton needs one walk to tie Max Bishop in career walk, which he has 1,152. Fastball turned him inside. Billy Pierce 
on the mound for the San Francisco Giants. The 35-year-old left-hander making his first appearance is being spiked on the right ankle in Cincinnati way back on June 14th. On blasting game, Spikey. This is Billy Pierce's second start against the Mets. He beat them on June 1st at the Polo Grounds, 9 to 6. Here's a pitch outside for ball two to Ashman. Billy Pierce today is looking for his 198th Major League victory. His season's record, eight victories and two defeats. Charlie Neal on the on, in the on-deck circle. As the pitch high and away, it is ball three. Speaking of Gil Hodges, as we have been, he is in Roosevelt Hospital here in New York City. Ashburn has drawn a walk, which gives him 1,153. He is now tied in the matter of career walks with Max Bishop. Here is Charlie Neal coming up, hitting 258. Seven home runs and 31 runs batted in. there for a call strike. Billy Pierce looking in to get a sign. That's it now. As Ashman leads off the bag at first, McCovey holds against the run of the pitch and the fastball in there for a call strike to Charlie Neal. Cliff Cook is now on deck for the Mets. Billy Pierce, 35 years of age, born at Detroit, Michigan. ball to second base. Hiller has it. He plays to Pagan. He's out to sort of first. He's down a double play. If you are scoring, it is a 4-6-3 double play. Two men out, nobody on, and right-hand batter Cliff Cook is coming up. Cook hitting 223 with two homers and nine runs batted in. Billy Pierce talking things over now with catcher Tom Haller. Pierce came to the Major League with uh, his hometown Detroit Tigers in 1948. He was traded to the Chicago White Sox for catcher Aaron Robinson in November of 1948. A great trade for the White Sox because Billy Pierce came on to be a bulwark of the White Sox pitching staff for a number of years. He had two 20-game winning seasons with the White Sox in 1956 and 57. He won 20 games each season. Swing and a miss by Cliff Cook at the plate. 
Pierce was traded to the San Francisco Giants along with pitcher Don Larson for pitchers Ed Fisher, Dom Zani, and first baseman outfielder Bob Farley. Strike one pitches outside. It's one and one now. To Cliff Cook, up with two men out and nobody on base for the New York Mets, batting in the bottom half of the first inning. The San Francisco Giants are leading by a score of two to nothing. Pitch is in there for a call strike. One and two. Fine Sunday afternoon turnout here at the Polo Grounds, but. Uh, it is not a sellout by any means, so if you happen to be in the vicinity, uh, drop in. We have lots of baseball here this afternoon. Swing a ground ball, foul. One and two down to Cliff Cook with Frank Thomas kneeling in the on-deck circle. Billy Pierce working straight away. Into the windup and the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Foul back of the bag at first. McCovey gives chase. He's in the warning track at the barrier. He's backhanded with a big glove to retire the side. So Cook is fouled out to McCovey at first. And in the bottom half of the first inning, the Mets got no runs, on no hits, no errors, and nobody left. At the end of one full inning of play, the score is the San Francisco Giants 2 and the New York Mets nothing. Right here, Philippe Ballou is at the plate. He was at the plate when McCovey was picked off first. In the first inning, here's a swing and a foul ball. It's strike one to Philippe Ballou. There's a single game scheduled in Chicago this afternoon in the American League. The Detroit Tigers and the White Sox will be starting in just a few minutes. Sam Jones against uh, Eddie Fisher. Doubleheader scheduled in Minnesota between the Red Sox and the Minnesota Twins. There's a curveball missing outside to Philippe Lou. The end of one inning of play. The Boston Red Sox nothing. The Minnesota Twins nothing. First game. Schwal against Fleiss. So that's the way uh, all the baseball action is set up in the majors this Sunday afternoon, and we'll be bringing you scores of other games throughout the afternoon. Jay Hook into the windup in the pitch. Curveball. Lined into the glove of Mantia. He's out at third base. Philippe Ballou hit the ball on the nose, but lined it directly into the glove of third baseman Philippe, uh, third baseman Felix Mantia. There is one away, and catcher Tom Haller is coming up. Former football quarterback at the University of Illinois. Tom Haller is a left-hand batter. There's a pitch slow for a ball. Delivers and it's high and away. Haller is hitting 256. He has seven home runs and 23 runs batted in.
low pitch. It's swung on, and there is a short hopper to Frank Thomas. Can't field it. Throws to first. Now in time to get him. Thomas overran the ball and had to go back and pick it up and throw to Jay Hook at first in time. Just in time to get Tom Haller. And Haller is questioning the decision of umpire Ken Burkhardt at first base on West Westbrook. Now steps in between Haller and Burkhardt. It was a low uh, line drive to Frank Thomas. As he started in the field, that he had it on the glove and then overran it and had to go back and pick it up and play the hook, but got it to hook in time. So if you're scoring it three to one, two away, nobody on, and Jose Pagan's coming up. Shortstop, right-hand batter. Jose Pagan is hitting 266 with three home runs. 31 runs batted in. Hook brings the pitch in high for ball one. Starting play today in the National League. Tommy Davis is the leading batter, hitting 351. Davis of the Dodgers. Roberto Clemente of the Pittsburgh Pirates, second, hitting 350. Frank Robinson of the Cincinnati Reds, 338. Stan Musis of the Cardinals, 332. And Jim Davenport of these Giants, 331. It's the Pagan's a fastball. It's in there for a call strike. It's one and one. set to work, tries the curveball, and it comes in low on one big hop to Chris Canizero. So it's two balls and one strike. Leading batter in the American League as we start play today is Pete Runnels of the Boston Red Sox, 345. Manny Jimenez of the Kansas City A's hitting 336. Norm Seaburn of Kansas City hitting 315. Here's a 2-1 pitch to Pagan. It's fastball outside. It's 3-1. Leading home run hitter in the National League is Willie Mays of the Giants with 25. Leading home run hitter in the American League is Leon Wagner of the Los Angeles Angels with 26. Hook looks around and now is set to work with the 3-1 pitch to Pagan. Swung on as a fly ball to short center field. Ashburn coming in. He has it lined up and Richie Ashburn makes the catch for the out. So Jay Hook got the Giants out in order in the top of the second with no runs on, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And at the end of an inning and a half at the Polo Grounds, first game of a doubleheader, scores the Giants two and the Mets nothing. This is WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station. The time is now 27 minutes before 3 o'clock. The temperature reading is 80 degrees. Bob Murphy at the polo grounds as Frank Thomas steps up to lead off for the New York Mets batting in the bottom half of the second inning. Thomas playing first base today. This is his first appearance at the plate in this ball game. Facing left-hander Billy Pierce. And the pitch is swung on and line foul on the left field line. Frank Thomas is hitting 294. He has 15 home runs and 50 runs batted in. Thomas leads the Mets and runs batted in. He leads the Mets in home runs. He leads in doubles. He leads in hits. Frank Thomas leads in most offensive departments for the Mets.
Billy Pierce getting his first start today since June 14th. And the San Francisco Giants feel like uh, he can add a great deal to their total effort. He can get back into the starting rotation. There's a change of pace going high. It's two and one. Felix Mantia is kneeling in the on-deck circle for the New York Mets. Mantia is batting number five in the batting order today. Here's a 2-1 pitch to Thomas. Swung on and a little numbered on a third baseline foul ball. Thomas is running it out, but uh, he'll be brought back. He's on his way back to the plate now. Haller went up the line to try to field the ball. Davenport came down, but it got quickly over in the foul zone. A little number off the end of the bat of Frank Thomas, and it is 2-2. Tom Haller. He has it. Dips into the windup and the pitch. Swung on. A broken bat. Uh, ground ball to second base. Take on by Hiller. And he fires over McCovey in time. Pitcher Billy Pierce tried to get over off the mound in time to feel it on the fly. Uh, could not make it. And uh, the ground ball went on out to second base. Broken bat right off the handle. So there's one away. Nobody on. And here is Felix Mantia at the plate. Felix Mantia has a season's batting average of 272, including seven home runs and 32 runs batted in. Swings and fouls this one off, right down into the batter's box. Off his foot and strike one to Felix Mantia with Joe Christopher in the on-deck circle now. pitch outside, and it's one and one. Mantia waggling that bat, standing in the batter's box. Now Pierce starts for the one-one pitch, and it's high for ball, two and one. The Giants are leading the match here by a score of two to nothing. In case you have just joined us, Giants got two runs in the top half of the first. Davenport double. Matty Alou was hit by a pitch ball. Wild pitch moved them both up, and Willie Mays had a sacrifice by the center. Davenport tagged and scored after the catch, and McCovey single Matty Alou home to account for the two runs. There's a pitch low. It's out to three and one now to Felix Mancia. Mets had a base runner in the bottom half of the first when Richie Ashburn walked, but Charlie Neal hit into a double play. That erased him. Time call as Mantia stepped back out of the batter's box. Now he's back in and ready. As Pierce works the 3-1 pitch. He takes it low for ball four. 
That's the second walk given up by Billy Pierce. Gives the Mets their second base runner. With one man out, right-hand batter Joe Christopher is now coming up. Christopher's hitting 208 with three home runs this season. The Mets are still looking for their first hit of the day. Off Billy Pierce here in the bottom half of the second inning. Elio Chacon is kneeling in the on-deck circle. leads off the bag at first. He's running. Here's a swing and a pop foul. Back to the bag at first. No play. Manager Casey Stengel putting on the hit and run. On the first pitch to Christopher with one man out. Pierce is looking in for a sign from Tom Haller. Taking a long time to get it now. He has it into the stretch. That pitch is low and inside for ball. It's one and one. As do all good pitchers with men on base, Billy Pierce uses the head fake a great deal in his pitching motion. He will try to fake the runner with a head movement. He's into the set position now. Gives him the quick head move, and the pitch is outside. It's two and one. Giants two, the match nothing. Bottom half of the second. Leading at first. Pitch is swung and there's a ground ball to third. Taken deep by Davenport. Plays to Hiller. He's out there to throw to first. He's safe there. Relay was not in time for the double play. As Christopher has forced Mantia at second base. Play went from Davenport to Hiller. Two away. A runner at first. And Elio Chacon is coming up. Jones hitting 225 with one home run and 18 runs batted in. Hiller and Pagan, the keystone combination of the San Francisco Giants, come in to check things out with Billy Pierce. See who's going to cover here. With Christopher on at first base. Chris Canizaro is now on deck for the Mets. to get his sign. Here's the pitch. Christopher's running. The pitch is low. Haller's throw to second, and he is out at second base. Haller to Hiller. It goes two to four. If you're scoring, 
And Joe Christopher is out in the bottom half of the second. The Mets got no runs on no hits. No errors and nobody left. And so at the end of two innings complete at the Polo Grounds, the score is the San Francisco Giants two and the New York Mets nothing. We'll be going to the top half of the third inning and the San Francisco Giants will be sending up their pitcher, Billy Pierce, and we will be sending up our distance hitter, Mr. Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Ninji. Here's some bad news for Mets fans. Uh, Gil Hodges was just operated on for the removal of a kidney stone by Dr. Baron Snyder at the Roosevelt Hospital, and Gil will be in the hospital now for 10 days and out of the uniform of the Mets from four to six weeks. So, real bad news for Gil, and of course, we all wish him well. First pitch to Billy Pierce is up high, a fastball by Jay Hook for ball one. Lindsay, you were at the party last night when Gil was stricken, and it certainly came quickly, didn't it? Gee, it did, Ralph. Uh, Gil Hodges was there, you know, being his usual genial stuff one moment, and the next he was in great pain. There's a swing and a miss as Pierce misses a fastball. One ball, one strike. Well, they tell me that there's no greater pain than a kidney stone pain. One ball, one strike count. Two-nothing game in favor of the Giants as Pierce hits a little ground ball towards the left side. It goes on through in the left field of base hit. Billy Pierce hitting that fastball off the hands and barely getting it through the infield. Stone, who was pulled around towards second base for the left-handed batter, had no chance to get the ball. If he had to come up with a ball, he could have never made the play at first base as he was moving away from that area. A base hit for Billy Pierce. And that gives the Giants a runner at first base with no one out, and the batter will be the leadoff man, Chuck Hiller. Billy, on this warm day, putting on a jacket at first base. And Chris Canazero now attacking it over with Jay Hook out in front of the batter's box. Giants scored two runs in the first inning when Jim Davenport doubled to left field. Matty Alou was hit by a pitch ball to give the Giants runners at first and second. And then a wild pitch moved both runners up to second and third. First run scoring, and Willie Mays a sacrifice fly to center field. McCovey came through with a base at the drive in the second run. Now Chuck Killer, and the first pitch is inside to the left-handed batter for ball one. Chuck batting 272 at the start of the game. Giants now with three base hits off of Jay. Jay into the stretch, a check of the runner, and back to the plate, and it's low and inside. A fastball, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. San Francisco Giants, two and one half games out of first place. They lost to Philadelphia an extra inning yesterday, six to five. Now Hook back to work. As he throws a fastball, a swing and a foul back in the screen. Two balls and one strike. Keller had a good swing at that fastball up around the letters. On deck batter, Jim Davenport, and he has been poisoned to the Mets all year long. Already has one base hit in the game to extend his 15-game, his 14-game hitting streak to 15 games. The 2-1 pitch to Hiller. 
Fastball bounced on the ground. Anil a chance for two. He takes it himself. Throws the first in time. A double play. Johnny Neal taking that hard ground ball over by the bag. Ran about five steps to step in the bag all by himself. Then the throw to first base to Frank Thomas was in plenty of time. A double play apiece for each side. Two outs now, and the batter is Jim Davenport. A double play by the Mets, their 80th of the year. The opposition has pulled off 86. Jim Davenport, one for one. Batting at 3.31 at the start of the game. He bats on the right-hand side. And the first pitch to Jim is on the plate for called strike. Hook into the windup and back to the right-hander. And it's a pop-up as Davenport goes for a lower pitch. Coming in now, Chacon calling for it, and he makes the catch to retire the side. In the inning for the Giants, no runs on one hit. Erased by a double play, no errors, and no one left on. And the score at the end, two and one-half innings of play. The Giants, two, the Mets, nothing. You know, you've heard us say, it's beer as beer should taste. Well, think of that just for a minute. Isn't that what you want in beer? Don't you want a beer that's refreshingly dry to the taste with a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean, clear through? Well, that is Rheingold. Rheingold is brewed to be just that. Brewed to the choicest ingredients, brewed the long, slow, costlier way, Rheingold is everything you look for in beer. And dry tells you why. Yes, extra dry means Rheingold's a better beer. It's a wonderful beer. And extra dry means Rheingold beer is more refreshing. And the more refreshing a beer is, the more you're going to enjoy. So enjoy fine, cold Rheingold beer, right along with the ball game. Join the millions who have made Rheingold New York's largest selling beer. Well, this is the first game of a three-game set with the Giants. Doubleheader today and a single game tomorrow night starting at 8 o'clock. And the Mets will have a day off on Tuesday and take up against the Red Hot Pittsburgh Pirates in a daytime doubleheader. Pirates only four and a half games out of first place, and they have won 11 of their last 14 ball games. Thursday, the Pirates will be in town for a twilight night doubleheader. That game will start at 6 o'clock, and the Mets leave town. Right here, though, bottom half of the third. Two-nothing game, Giants lead as Billy Pierce pitches to... Elias is gone, and he takes outside for ball one. Helio batting 225. Right-handed batter choking up on the bat about two inches. And the left-hander back to the plate, inside and low, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. batter Chris Canizero. 2-0 pitch, a call strike by the home plate umpire. Two balls and one strike. Frank Waltz, the umpire behind home plate. 
Ken Burkhardt at first. At second base, Jock O'Conlon. At third, Chris Pelacutis. Ferris misses low with his next pitch. It's three balls and one strike with no one out. Helios Chicon looks down at third base for the sign. Salahimis, the coach there. Helio leads the Mets in walks. Obtained 47. Now time called as Tom Holland, the catcher, goes out to straighten out the sign. And while we have a second here, let's check the scores in the National League. The Los Angeles Dodgers, through six and a half innings of play, lead the Philadelphia Phillies four to one. Johnny Padres looking for his fifth win in that one. Now pitching for the Phils, Brown. That's the first game of two. In the first game of a doubleheader at Pittsburgh, the St. Louis Cardinals lead the Pirates two to one through six and a half. Washburn, the pitcher for the Cardinals, his record seven and four, and pitching for Pittsburgh, Harvey Haddix. He has won seven and lost three. The Chicago Cubs are scheduled against Houston in the doubleheader, and Cincinnati playing in Milwaukee, behind one nothing through two and a half. Milwaukee won, Cincinnati nothing. First of two. Now the three-one pitch to Chacon. It's up high for ball four, and Elias Chacon has picked up his 48th walk of the year. And that's the third walk issued by Billy Pierce. Mets now with a runner at first base and Chris Canazero coming up with no one out. Two-nothing game in favor of the Giants. Chris Canazero, followed by Jay Hook. Jay out in the on-deck circle, as he always does. He's a good-hitting pitcher. Chris batting 189, bats from the right-hand side. And the first pitch as Chacon goes is swung on a miss. The throw to second base in the dirt and siding in safely, Elio Chacon. Elio got a good jump. It goes to the stolen base. And that is his eighth stolen base of the year. He also leads the Mets in that department. And now the Mets have a runner at second base with no one out. A one-strike count on Chris Canizero. And Tom Holler, who had previously thrown out Joe Christopher, now having one stolen base against him. The stretch by Billy Ferris, a look at Chicago at second base, and the pitch to the plate, a curveball hit down through the hole. Third, the throw there is a little bit late and holding that first base, Chris Canazero. Elias Chacon, on that ball hitting the hole, wisely decided to hold up. But when it went on through, Elio still went back to second base. For what reason, we don't know. Then he had to hurry over to third. Actually, didn't make his mind up until it was almost too late. But he got there, and now the Mets have runners at first and third with no one out, and the batter, Jay Hook. At base hit by Canizero, the first in the game off of Billy Pierce. Jim Duffalo now up and throwing for the Giants in the San Francisco bowl game. Bullpen. This is Billy Pierce's first start since he was spiked back on June 14th by Don Blassingame. game. 
2-0 game in favor of the Giants, but the Mets now with the time run at first base. And Jay Hook, a left-hander in the batter's box. Jay batting 265, has driven in four runs. Infield playing for the double play at short and second. The third baseman is in. First pitch to the left-handed batter is a curveball, swung on a miss for strike one. Davenport at third base, playing about two steps in, in front of the baseline, running between second and third. McCovey at first base, naturally holding the runner on. Now Ferris into the stretch, a check of the runners. A shake of his head and back to the plate with a pitch that's just off the outside corner. One ball, one strike to Jay Hook. On deck batter, Richie Ashford. One ball, one strike. No one out. Two-nothing game, Giants. And the 1-1 pitch is swung on a miss for strike two. Big swing by Hook. He didn't get it. Helia should go on at third base. Chris Cantlis zero at first. Taking plenty of signs, time reading the signs from Tom Holler. Now into the stretch. And the pitch back to the plate has swung on a miss, a strikeout. And now while we have a chance, we'll use this opportunity to pause for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady. That strikeout by Billy Ferris. His first of the game. And now Richie Ashburn comes to bat. Ralph Kiner along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from the Polo Grounds. Bottom half of the third inning. The score two to nothing in favor of the Giants. And Richie Ashburn who walked his first time up. Batting for the second time. He's batting 299. And the first pitch to the left-hander. Hit sharply down to second base. A good play by Hiller. A tiger second in time to first place. A double play. Now Salihim is coming out to argue with... The second base umpire, Jocko Conlon, as to the fact that Hiller did not touch the bag. Fine play by Hiller in completing the double play. He went over to his right, backhanded the ball one-handed with his glove, stepped on the bag and threw the first base in plenty of time. And the double play, the second of the game by the San Francisco Giants. In the inning for the Mets, no runs on one hit. There was one walk, no errors. One man left, and the score at the end of three innings of play. The Giants, two. The Mets, nothing. Moving along now to the top of the fourth inning. A two-nothing game in favor of the Giants. And the first batter up for the Giants will be Matty Alou. Matty was hit by a pitch ball his first time up. And he scored, along with Jim Davenport, to score one of the two runs in the ball game. Batting 256, the brother, brother of Philippe Ballou. And he bats from the left-hand side as Jay Hook gets set to go here in the top of the fourth. A wind-up in the pitch is outside for ball one. Alou moving down as though to push the ball. 
towards the third base side. Taking as the pitch went high. One ball, no strikes. The 1-0 pitch to Manny Alou is high again for ball two. so far has given up only three base hits and working through three innings and he comes back high again for ball three three balls and no strikes Chris Canazero walking out in front of the plate talking to Jay Jay a pitch away from walking his first man he has struck out none he has a record against San Francisco of 0-2 he has appeared against them three times he lost once in 10 innings, 7 to 6, and also lost 10 to 1. And the 3 0 pitch, a called strike by home plate umpire Frank Waltz. Three balls and one. Matty Alou, one of many brothers who have great talent. 3 1 pitch, a called strike two. They have another brother playing in minor league baseball called Hussein Alou. And they claim he's faster, stronger, and better than Philippe and Matty. Matty swings at the 3-2 pitch and pulls it foul. Count remaining at three balls and two strikes. played in the minor leagues at Tacoma. He's an outstanding outfielder, has a great arm. Leading off here in the fourth inning, he'll be followed by Willie Mays and Willie McCovey. And again, the 3-2 pitch to the left-handed batter. Right through the middle, on the ground, a base hit. Going around at first base and moving halfway down, but holding there. The throw coming back to first base is not in time. And it chases Alou back to first. He almost went for... The extra base as the ball is fielded slowly in center field. Well, that pitch hit by Matty Alou outside the strike zone, so the base hit. Didn't change the circumstances any because if he'd have taken the pitch, he would have walked the first base. And with Matty on at first base now, no one out, Willie Mays comes to bat for the second time. Willie is first time up, flight out to center field. The throw to first base chases Alou back. He's safely there. Fly ball as a sacrifice fly, scoring Jim Davenport from third base. Again, the throw to first. Alou, who is fast, gets back in a hurry. Fly ball by Willie was shallow in center field. Nashburn catching the ball towards right field couldn't throw home. There's a curveball on the outside corner, a called strike, and a throw to first base. Just about in time, but not quite. Getting back quickly, Alou. One strike count on Willie Mays. Willie batting 305 for the year. Jay Hook, a look at the runner at first. And now back to Mays, and this one is popped up. Back of home plate, and 
Coming back near the fence is Chris Canazero, and he has room and makes the catch. And moving on down from first base after the catch, right by the screen, Matty Alou and holding then as Canazero came running out. Mays is out for the first time, officially, and now Willie McCovey comes up. McCovey singled the right field and drove in the second run of the game. Johns lead it 2-0. He was then picked off first base by Chris Canazero. Willie starting the game, hitting 302. Big fella hitting from the left-hand side. When I say big, he's a giant. Boy, he fills out that uniform, I'll tell you. Strong fellow with good power. Lou at first base with one out now. Jay Hook looking, then back to the plate. With a curveball, a call strike. McCovey started the swing, then held up. Now he talks to Frank Waltz. He goes as a one-strike count. Willie McCovey, the pride of San Francisco. This fellow is actually more popular, or as popular as Willie Mays in San Francisco. Hook again back with the one-strike pitch, and this is a hanging curveball way outside and high for ball one. One ball, one strike. John's two runs on four hits. The Mets have no runs on one. Jay Hook, a quick throw to first base, but Alou with a short lead back in time. Matty Alou. He's a little bit smaller than his brother, Philippe. Hook set now. Holding on the mound. And now to the plate with a fastball. It's fouled. It's off of the glove of Canazero. Not fouled. A swing and a miss. And the ball getting away from Canazero allows Matty Alou to go down to second base. And it scored a fastball. And now Canazero, thinking it was a foul tip, saying something to the umpire, Frank Walsh, but giving up that argument as Walt shakes his head no. Officially, it goes as a fastball. And Alou now down at second base with one out. One ball, two strike count on Willie McCovey, the on-deck batter. Here's Philippe Alou. now back to work comes to the plate with a slider that's fouled out of play and the count will hold at one ball and two strikes Waddy Lockman the third base coach and Wes Westrom who was here for the old timers game the first base coach A slow worker now into the stretch position. And his one-two pitch to McCovey is hit deep to center field, but high in the air. It'll give Ashburn plenty of time. He is there, tagged up at second base. And moving over to the third after the catch is Matty Alou. Two outs now. And Alou rounding the third base, going down the line about six steps as Charlie Neal walks the ball in from his cutoff position. 
fly ball about 390 feet to center field. Actually, just a shade to the right of center field. Two outs and Felipe Lou batting. He lined out to third base his first time up. Came into the game at 326. Has a stance similar to Orlando Cepeda. And the windup in the pitch to Alou is outside. Ball, ball one. Cepeda was given a day's rest yesterday. At least it started out that way when the Giants played in Philadelphia. He complained of being tired. He was used in the game as he came up as a pinch hitter and singled. And he was left in the game. Today he's been given a position on the bench again. 1-0 pitch to Alou, a curveball. It's low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. The on-deck man is a left-handed batter, Tom Holler. Two-nothing game, Giants lead. And Felix Mantilla bluffing the runner back at third. The big windup and the pitch hit deep to left center field. Moving back is Ashburn on the warning track. He is back there and he makes the catch. Richie Ashburn pulling that deep drive down right in front of the screen. 440 feet away and it retires the side. In the inning for the Giants, no runs on one hit. No errors. One man left in the score at the end of three and a half. The Giants two, the Mets nothing. to the bottom half of the fourth inning with a score two to nothing in favor of the San Francisco Giants and Charlie Neal will lead off for the Mets. It'll be Charlie Neal, Cliff Cook and Frank Thomas, the second, third and fourth batters in the batting order against Billy Pierce. Billy Dow through three innings has given up no runs, allowed only one hit. He has struck out one and walked three. One base hit picked up by Chris Canazero. Charlie hit into a double play his first time up. Putting the ball down to the second baseman, Chuck Hiller. And he swings and fouls the first pitch off the catcher's glove for strike one. Hiller has turned in two fine double plays to give the Mets opposition 87 double plays for the year. The Mets have had one double play in the ballgame. They now have a total of 80 for the season. Billy Ferris looking for the sign now goes into the windup for the one strike pitch. And Charlie Neal takes it. It's low for ball one. One ball, one strike. Charlie starting the game with a 258 average, seven home runs and 31 runs batted in. The 1 1 pitch to the right handed batter is low for ball two. Two balls and one strike. Billy Pierce, a veteran of many seasons in the American League, 35 years of age. He has 197 wins in his major league career. He has lost 154 games, so he is well over 500 throughout his brilliant career. 2-1 pitch inside, getting away from the catcher, ball three. Billy last year for the White Sox won 10 and lost nine. 
And he has a record against the Mets of one win and no losses. He won that game on June 1st right here in the Polo Grounds, 9-6. to six. Now working to Charlie Neal with a 3-1 count. The full windup and the pitch is outside and high. A fastball, ball four. So Billy walks his fourth man in the game. That gives the Mets a base runner at first base with no one out in the bottom half of the fourth inning. And it brings up Cliff Cook, who is playing in right field. His only batting appearance was out as Willie McCovey backhanded a high pop-up over by the first base box seats. Cook a right-hander in the batter's box. And Pierce to the plate with his first pitch, a fastball down around the knees for a strike call. Cliff batting 223. He has two home runs, but he has good power despite the fact that he has hit only two home runs this year. Last year, he led the American Association in home runs. Pierce with a one-strike pitch, a change-up curveball that bounces in the dirt, dug out by Tom Holler, ball one. Holding at first base, Charlie Neal. Outfield straight away and deep. Willie Mays as deep as I've seen him play. Still not as deep as most outfielders play. The stretch, a look at first base. That Charlie Neal and the pitch to the plate is hit the left field. It might drop in. Coming in as a Lou. It's a base hit. He takes it on the first stop and holding now at second base, Charlie Neal. And the Mets have runners at first and second with no one out. And the batter is Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas batting in the cleanup position. Coming to bat now. He is 0 for 1 in the game. He grounded out to the second baseman when Billy Ferris jammed him with a fastball. He broke his bat, hitting the soft grounder down to second. Frank with 15 home runs and 50 runs batted in. Leads the club in both departments. Right-hander right on top of the plate. He has not hit a home run for quite some time. And Ferris with runners at first and second comes in with a curveball. Driven deep to left field. It could go off of the wall. It's an extra base hit. Coming in from second base is Johnny Neal. Now coming from first base is Cliff Cook. And he is there. The game is all tied up. second base with a two-base hit and two runs batted in Frank Thomas and with the base hit Jim Duffalo gets up and throws in the bullpen for the San Francisco Giants second base with no one out and the batter is Felix Mantia. And now a play is being put on by the shortstop and Dolly Emas coaching at third 
Yelling down to Thomas to get back. He did get back. No throw there. Phoenix Mangia. And he attempts a punt down the first base side. It goes foul. And Thomas, who had moved over to third, now has to go back to second base. Game all tied up at 2-2. Two two. Jim Duffalo, a right-hander, throwing in the bullpen. Pierce has a record this year of eight wins and two losses, but this is his first start since June 14th. He was spiked by Blasingame and has been out for over a month. The one-strike pitch to Mantia hit on the ground towards the first base side and foul. And the count now 0-2 as McCovey comes over and tries to backhand it in foul territory, misses the ball. On deck batter, Joe Christopher. from Tom Holler takes a long look now goes into the stretch looks at Thomas at second base and there's a ball hit right through the middle Thomas slow starting rounds the third base and he's being held there the throw coming in to McCovey cut off throw to second base not in time as Mantia takes advantage of the throw into home plate to go on down to second coming out of the dugout and signaling for Jim Duffalo, Alvin Dark. That's all for Billy Pierce. Frank Thomas on the ball, hit by Mantia, started to move back towards second race and then had no chance to score as Willie Mays came in charging and the throw in home in anticipation of Thomas scoring allowed Mantia to go on down to second base and the Mets now with Pierce going out have runners at second and third and no one out as Jim Duffalo comes in to pitch Duffalo's record for the year one win and two losses this will be his 15th game his 13th appearance in relief and he has a earned run average of 3.64 Billy Pierce officially pitched three innings so far has been charged with two runs. Both scoring here in the fourth inning as the Mets picked up a walk and three base hits. He allowed a total of four hits and he struck out one and walked four. And while we wait for Duffalo to warm up, let's take a look at the scores. In the National League, all doubleheaders, Chicago scheduled against Houston. The starting pitchers in the first game, Bob Buell for the Cubs and going for Houston, Hal Woodashek. Cincinnati playing in Milwaukee and they trail the Braves, three to nothing through four innings. Now pitching for the Reds, Wills. He came in in the fourth for Dead going for the Milwaukee Braves. Matthews hit his 18th home run in the first inning of that game. The Dodgers playing at Philadelphia way out in front through seven and a half. They lead it eight to one. The Padres way out in front looking for his fifth win. 
Now pitching for Philadelphia Brown. Howard a home run in the eighth inning with one on to score two runs and fairly picked up a home run in the eighth to score one more. First of two. St. Louis playing at Pittsburgh and the game there all tied up through seven and a half. Washburn and Face now the opposing pitchers. That takes care of the National League scoring. Right here it's a 2-2 game as Jim Duffalo warms up the pitch to a pinch hitter. It'll be Gene Woodley. Gene Woodley batting as a pinch hitter with runners at second and third in place of Joe Christopher. Giants are two and one half games out of first place. They lost a series to Philadelphia, two out of three, before coming in here to the polo grounds. with a 2-11 batting average being substituted for Joe Christopher. Gene, a left-handed batter, right on top of the plate in that familiar crouch position. The third baseman and shortstop playing in. The rest of the infield back. And the first pitch to Gene is a call strike. Alvin Dark giving up the run if the ball is hit to the right side. Now Pagan being sent back to a halfway position. So the only man in now is the third baseman, Jim Davenport. 2-2 game, runners at second and third, and a curveball to Woodley is high for ball one. One ball, one strike. No one out. Tom Holler being called over. And they're moving the right fielder, Matty Alou, deeper in right field. He was playing a very shallow right field, and he's being pushed out and over towards right center. One ball, one strike as Duffalo goes into the windup. And the pitch to the plate is a curve that's inside and low for ball two. Duffalo, a big, tall right-hander. Six foot one, 175 pounds. As he winds and comes back, it's high. A throw down to third base, chases Thomas back. A play on, but not in time. And the count is three and one as Tom Holler pitched out trying to pick off Frank Thomas. Open base at first base with runners at second and third. No one out and the batter in the on-deck cir- circle is Elio Chacon. There is ball four intentionally and that loads him up. And it brings up Elio Chacon. And now Casey Stengel coming out to talk to Elio. Duffalo got behind 2-1 on Woodley instead of walking him intentionally. Alvin Dark had a play put on to try and pick Thomas off at third. He used the third ball for the play and then of course after the play did not come off, 
He walked Worthing intentionally to load up the bases and give the Giants a chance for a double play or a force play at any base. Infield back at short and second for the double play. In at first and third. And the first pitch to Chacon, a right-handed batter, is outside. Ball one. Curveball outside of the plate. Anilio, who had walked his first time up, now looking down at Sally Heman. Score tied at 2-2 as Duffalo winds and comes into Chacon for a strike at the knees. One ball, one strike. Two runs on four hits. The Mets have two runs on four. But the Mets with the bases loaded here. Now time called as Solly Hemis comes in to talk to Chacon. Chacon from Venezuela has some difficulty in picking up the English language. And right here in this situation, Solly wants to make sure that Elio understands what might be coming off. Frank Thomas at third base, Felix Mantia at second, and Gene Woodling at first. No one out. The count one ball and one strike. And now Chacon, after the conversation, still looking down at Salahimus in the coaching box. Helio batting 225. And Duffalo into the windup, and the pitch to Helio is fouled away. And the count now, one ball and two strikes. Foul ball coming right over the top of our Rheingold booth. One ball and two strikes on Elias Chacon. On deck batter, Chris Canazero. The windup now for the one-two pitch. It's a foul ball off of the catcher's mask. And the count will hold at one and two. Helio that time behind the fastball, just getting a piece of it to stay alive. Duplo, the pitcher last year with a record of five wins and one loss for the Giants. Now into the windup and again the one-two pitch. Hit out the left field, a base hit. Going from third base is Frank Thomas coming around from second. The throw now is Mantia. It's over the catcher's hand. So now the Mets with a base hit by Elia Chacon, a two-strike base hit, have gone out in front, four to two, and holding the second base on the throw in, Gene Woodley. runs to Billy Ferris. All four runs in the game now. Charge to Billy Ferris. Still no one out. Runners at first and second and the batter is Chris Canizero. And Chris bunts out by the pitcher's mound. A look at third. The throw there is wide off of the third baseman's glove and safe at third base. On the play by the pitcher, Gene Woodley. The bases are loaded. 
on the pitcher. And a fielder's choice for Chris Canazero. No sacrifice on the play. The official score determining that if the throw had been good, the force play would have been effected at third. John Larson now throwing in the bullpen for the San Francisco Giants. And the batter is Jay Hook with the bases loaded and still no one out. Four to two in favor of the men. to Jay is low, ball one, fastball down below the knees, one ball, no strike. Mets with four runs in here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the pitch back to Jay is a curve breaking over just above the knees, strike one, call. Jay is first time out. Struck out swinging. He is 0 for 1. Came into the game batting 265. Infield playing in now with the bases loaded and the pitcher batting. Here's the windup and the 1-1 pitch. It on the ground of the second base for Hillary. Knocks it down. Throws home in time for the fourth play on Gene Woodley. And moving on around at third base, Elias Chacon moving on down to second base. Chris Canazero and on the fourth play, safe at first place, Jay Hook. Now while we have a chance, we'll use the opportunity to step out and allow our stations to step in for station identification. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Met station. The time is now 3.31. The temperature reading is 80 degrees. Base is still loaded. One out now. Richie Ashburn, the batter. Richie, the ninth man to bat here in the semi. The windup and the first pitch to the left-handed batter is low for ball one. Richie, his first time up walked, and his second in into a double play. Double play, a well-hit ball that Chuck Hiller turned into an exceptional double play. Now the windup for the 1-0 pitch. And Ashburn swings and fouls the ball out of play. Strike one. Ball coming off of the glove of the catcher, Tom Holler. Infield back at short and second. Looking for the double play. In at first and third. Mets now with four runs on five hits. Giants have two runs on four. Jim Duffalo in relief of Billy Ferris into the windup, and the 1-1 pitch is outside, a pitch out. And Tom Holler chasing Chacon back, but Chacon moving quickly did not draw a throw. Count now, two balls and one strike. On deck batter, Charlie Neal, he started the rally with a walk. Mets scoring four here in the bottom of the fourth to take the lead, four to two. Duffalo staring for the sign, now backs off the pitching rubber. He wants another. Now in 
into the stretch with the bases loaded in the pitch to Ashburn is outside. Ball three. Three balls and one strike. And Duffalo now a pitch away from walking in a run. And time call is Sally Hemus calls Richie Ashburn out of the batter's box. All the question here is whether or not Sally will allow Richie Ashburn to swing away or take. Richie, a veteran of many baseball games such as these, who would guess he'll be on his own. He has a fine eye. Three-one count now. Bases jam. Infield moving in just a little bit. And the stretch position again assumed by the pitcher. And the pitch on the three-one pitch is fouled away. And the count now goes full on Richie Ashburn. Three balls and two strikes. Jim Duffalo going into the stretch position instead of the full windup with the bases loaded is trying to hold the runner at third base as close as he can to take away the possibility of a squeeze play being successful. By assuming the stretch position, it does not allow Chacon to get too far down the line, and if a squeeze play was put on, they would have just a little better chance of picking up the force play at home if the play went there. It's a 3-2 count now. Richie Ashburn, one out. On deck batter, Charlie Neal. And Jim Duffalo looking for the sign and Ashburn backing out. Now gets back in the batter's box. Going to third. Canizero is at second base. Jay Hook at first. Now the stretch position and the 3 2 pitch. Taken outside, ball four. That walks in the fifth run. from third base and coming out from the dugout now Al Dark Elia Chagong the Mets lead at 5-2 to two, and it's going to be Don Larson the pitch to Charlie Neal that walk by Richie Ashburn has just placed him one ahead of the career walks obtained by Max Bishop a great ball player in the past so Richie now has 1,154 walks in his major league career, and he now has passed Max Bishop in that total. On now at third base, Chris Canazero at second base, Jay Hook at first base, Richie Ashburn, and coming in slowly from the bullpen in left field, Don Larson. And right here, it's 5-2 to two Mets as Charlie Neal comes to bat against Don Larson. Bottom of the fourth inning. Bases still loaded, one out. And Larson now calling time to get the signs all straightened out. Charlie batting for the second time in the inning. He started off the rally with a walk as the leadoff man in the fourth for the Mets. Don Larson 
with a record of four wins and one loss. And the first pitch to Charlie is it on the ground to the third baseman Davenport. A good play, a chance for two. The throw to second base in time. The throw to first base in the dirt dug out by Willie McCovey. A double play to end the inning. A fine play by McCovey to complete it. If you're scoring, it went five to four to three. And the Mets are out in their half of the fourth inning. In the inning, though, the Mets picked up five big runs on four hits. There was one error, and two men were left. And the score at the end of four innings of play, the Mets five, the Giants two. Defensively now, the Mets have Frank Thomas at first base, Charlie Neal at second, Elio Chacon at short, and Felix Mantilla at third. Rod Keneal in left field, Richie Ashman in center field, Cliff Cook in right, Chris Canizero the catcher, and Jay Hook is the pitcher. Tom Haller is a left-hand batter. He's been up one time and grounded out. Hook in the windup. The pitch is a curveball missing off the corner for ball one. A little rhythmic applause has begun here at the Polo Grounds. Swing a ground ball, full foul and out of play. One and one to the giant catcher. Pitch is high for ball. Mike McCormick is now throwing in the bullpen. Left-hander Mike McCormick is throwing in the bullpen. For the Giants, in the event that Alvin Dark uh, finds a situation where you'll need a pinch hitter here for Larson due up third in this inning. It's a swing and a drive down the line and right. Going all the way to the wall and going to be played off the wall by Cook. He's up with it and Halla turns wide at first comes to a skidding hawk. Goes back to the bag at first. That is base hit number four for the Giants off Jay Hook. He brings up Jose Pagan, shortstop, who has been one, up one time and fought out to center field. Pagan is a right-hand batter, batting number eight in the batting order. The Mets lead the Giants 5-2. Jay Hook. Jackson comes to the plate with a curveball hit on the ground. The Mantia at third. He plays to Charlie Neal for the fourth relay. The first double play. If you're scoring, it's a 5-4-3 double play. From Felix Mantia at third to Charlie Neal at second to Frank Thomas at first. There are two men on it. Bob Neiman is going to come up here to hit for Don Larson. Bob Neiman is going to bat for Don Larson. With left-hander Mike McCormick throwing in the bullpen. Neiman, chunky outfielder, wears glasses, swinging the bats, and here's the announcement. Neiman with two bats gets rid of one of them and comes on up now as Chris Canizero is standing a few steps out in front of the plate talking to his battery mate Jay Hook. To this point, the hits are all even. The Giants have five, and the Mets have five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That hit by Haller was hit number five off of Jay Hook. Here's a pitch swung on and missed by Neyman at the plate for strike one. Bob Neyman used in uh, pinch hitting rolls principally, swings on a curveball and misses for strike two. Low curveball slipped up there by Jay Hook. This is the first game of a scheduled doubleheader here at the Polo Grounds this Sunday afternoon. Strike pitch from Jay Hook to Neyman is low and away. Comes all the way back. We outside and low. So it's one and two. Hook was taking no chances on uh, that 0-2 pitch being hit. McCormick continues to throw in the bullpen for the San Francisco Giants now that Don Larson is our little boy's ball game. In that big uh, bottom half of the fourth, the Giants use three pitchers. Here's the pitch to Neyman. Swing on and miss. Jay Hook strikes him out to retire the side. Jay Hook chucking up his first strikeout of the ball game as the Giants in the top of the fifth got no runs on one hit, no errors, and none left. In the four and a half innings to play, the score is the New York Mets five, the San Francisco Giants two, and here at the Polo Grounds now, Mike McCormick is coming in to pitch for the San Francisco Giants. McCormick is the fourth giant pitcher of the day. Larson pitched two-thirds of an inning. Threw one double play ball. He gave up no runs, no hits. Struck out none, walked none. Mike McCormick, earlier this season, troubled with a sore arm. He's making his 17th game appearance of the season. He has started 11 games. He has a record of four victories and three losses. In 71 and one-third innings, McCormick has given up 74 hits and 43 runs. He has walked 28 and struck out 29. McCormick's earned run average, 5.04. He will be facing Cliff Cook, Frank Thomas, and Felix Mancia for the match in the bottom half of the fifth inning. McCormick first came to the Major League with the New York Giants here at the Polo Grounds in New York. He is a left-hander facing the right-hand batter, Cliff Cook. Looking in for a sign from Tom Haller. He has it now, and here's the pitch. Swung on and full foul on the third baseline on the ground. So that will bring Cliff Cook back to the plate. At 23 years of age, Mike McCormick is a Major League veteran. In his seventh season in the majors. Cliff Cook stepping back into the batter's box now, waggling the bat. McCormick deals, and the pitch is high for ball. It's one and one. 
In Pittsburgh, the rampaging St. Louis Cardinals have defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of 3-2 to two in the first game of a doubleheader. That pitch is low to Cook. 1-2. The biggest winning season Mike McCormick ever had in the Major Leagues was 1960 when he won 15 and lost 12 for the San Francisco Giants. Last year he won 13 and lost 16. He was on the New York Giants in 56 and 57. Here's a swing and a ground ball. Taken it short by Pagani. Guns it across in time for the out. Cook grinding out Pagan to McCovey. One away, and cleanup batter Frank Thomas coming up. Thomas grounded out in the second, but in the bottom half of the fourth, he had a big two-run double and later scored himself. Thomas is getting a hand as he comes up here. St. Louis Cardinals got one run in the top of the tenth to beat the Pirates 3-2 to in an extra inning game. That pitch is low, Frank Thomas. Roy Face gets the win for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Lindy McDaniel in relief takes the loss. Then Whitfield got the home run in the tenth to win it for the Cardinals. That's a fastball in there to Thomas. At the belt, it's one and one. Thomas is on his way to second, and he goes in standing as a loose throw is way off the bank. Philippe Palou has thrown the ball uh, erratically around the ballpark. He overthrew uh, the catcher at home plate on one bag, and that one was uh, 15 feet off the bag at second. I'm sure he's center field. It is a double for Thomas. With that doubles in his last two times up, brings up Felix Mancia, who has walked in singles. The New York Mets lead the San Francisco Giants by a score of 5-2 in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Mike McCormick up into a stretch position. Thomas leads off the bag at second base. And here is the pitch to Mancia. It is low for ball one. Los Angeles Dodgers this afternoon have taken the first game of a doubleheader from the Philadelphia Phillies by a score of 9-1. Again, the pitch to Mantia, taken outside, 2-0. Oh. By winning the first game of doubleheader this afternoon, the Dodgers now have a five-and-a-half game lead over the third-place Pittsburgh Pirates. Both play second games this afternoon in doubleheaders, however. The 2-0 oh pitch to Mantia, swung on and fouled off, change of speed. Chopped it right down on the plate and then uh, off to the right side. It's two and one. Giants scored two runs in the top of the first today to take a two-nothing lead, but the Mets came back to get five in the bottom of the fourth, and the Mets lead. Five-two. Karmic kicks and fires. High, and it's out three and one to Felix Mantia. 
Billy Pierce, the starting pitcher, and the pitcher of record, as far as the Giants are concerned, walked four men, one in each of the first four innings. And in fact, he opened up the third and fourth innings by walking the first man that he faced, Billy Pierce did. Duffalo walked two during his brief tenure. 3-1 pitch, and he walked in. So McCormick has walked one, Mantia going to first, Thomas holding it second. The Mets have runners at first and second, one man out. And Rod Keneal is coming up. Keneal is up for his first time in this ball game. Keneal is hitting 258. He has two home runs, one of them a grand slammer, the only grand slammer hit by a New York Mets this season. McCormick comes set on the mound, checks and deals, and it's outside for a ball to Rod Keneal. The rookie handyman of the New York Mets is Rod Keneal. Mantia leads it first, Thomas at second. Pitch is swung on and foul back onto the screen and out of play. It's one and one. Elio Chacon is kneeling in the on-deck circle. Chacon had a two-run single in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Nice breeze blowing here at the Polo Grounds at this moment. Blowing out toward right center. Mike McCormick on the mound and the 1-1 pitch swung on and has to drive down the left field line and Alou is coming over can't get it Thomas held up to see whether or not he was going to make the catch and moves on over to third the bases are loaded as Mantilla goes to second Keneal is on with a single to left field and Elio Chacon is coming up bases loaded one man out with the ball hit into left field Alou made a move for it Philippe Alou and Frank Thomas, the base runner at second, had to hold up to see whether or not he's going to be able to get there, so he was able to go only as far as third. Bob Garibaldi is being sent out to the bullpen. Bob Garibaldi, who was signed for a figure estimated variously between $125,000 and $150,000 recently, Eligible uh, for participation in uniform with the Giants for the first time today has been sent to the bullpen to warm up. He was the outstanding player in the recent Collegiate World Series at Omaha, pitching for Santa Clara. But to the business at hand, Elio Chacon, choking the bat ever so slightly, in and waiting for a pitch from Mike McCormick. Chacon with a two-run single. Bottom half of the fourth, the Mets lead 5-2, and they're making a bid for more here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. There's a pitch low and away, dug up on the short hop by Tom Haller, the catcher. Now Bob Garibaldi is warming up in earnest in the bullpen for the San Francisco Giants. 
pitch is low. Again, coming in on a short hop to Elio Chacon. The New York Mets themselves made a bid to sign Garibaldi, as did uh, practically every team in Major League Baseball. One of the convincing facets of the offer by the Giants was that they would bring him to the big club immediately. There's a pitch in there for a call strike at the knees of Helio Chacon. It's two and one. Frank Thomas is at third, Felix Mancia is at second, and Rod Keneal is at first for the Mets. Mike McCormick is working straight away and with the windup and the pitch. Swung on as a ground ball back to McCormick. He goes to the plate for the fourth to relay to first. It's in time, a double play. To retire the side, as Chacon hits into a one-two-three doubleheader if you're scoring. And so, in the bottom half of the fifth, the Mets got no runs. On two hits, no errors and two left, and at the end of five full innings of play, the score is the Mets five, the Giants two. And now before we go to the sixth inning, in order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause now for station identification. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station. The time... One minute past 4 p.m. by the WGY clock. For the Giants in the top of the six, it'll be the head of the batting order. Chuck Hiller, Jim Davenport, and Matty Alou. Facing Jay Hook, who started. He's come all the way for the New York Mets. There's a curveball bending in there for a call strike to the left-hand batter. He's been up twice. He plowed out to right field, and he hit into a double play. New ball is put into play, and umpire Frank Walsh behind the plate fires it out there. Popping leather as Jay Hook takes the throw. The pitch is swung on, and as a ground ball pulls past Frank Thomas at first, it's a fair ball down the line, going all the way to the wall. Chuck Hiller rounds first, hits for second. Chris Cook kicks the ball around, picks it up, and fires it on in now. And holding it second is Chuck Hiller. Chuck Hiller opening up with a double. Down the line between Thomas and the bag here in the top half of the sixth. Right-hand batter Jim Davenport coming up. He doubled in the first inning and later scored. He pops out to shortstop in the third, so he's one for two. Cliff Cook had a little trouble finding the handle out there in right field, but no extra base was taken by Hiller on his play, so there is no error charge there. Hook kicks and fires. A curveball swung on a ground ball to Mantia at third. Looks the runner back to second. Throws to first in time. No advance. One away. Chuck Hiller still at second base. And Matty Alou, the right fielder, is coming up. Batting number three in manager Alvin Dark's batting order today. Hit by a pitch ball in the first inning. He singled center field in the fourth. One for one, and he has scored one run. Matty Alou... Younger brother, Philippe Alou. Philippe bats right, Matty bats left. 
It's the New York Mets 5 and the San Francisco Giants 2 in the first game of a scheduled doubleheader at the Polo Grounds. Sayuk off the rubber at the moment. Now up and into a set position. Miller leads off the bag at second. The pitch to the plate is low for ball one. Matty Ellu steps back. Look down to Whitey Lockman, the coach at third. For a sign, Chris Canizero holding one finger aloft, indicating one man out. On deck for the San Francisco Giants, their cleanup batter today, Willie Mays. Again, the pitch, and it's a curveball in there for a call strike. One and one. Outfield defense shaded around toward right. Richie Ashman in center, way over toward right field. On the left-hand batter, Matty Alou. Elio Chacon at short, playing over near the bag. They play him to pull. Hooks pitch inside as he ran up as though to butt and took it inside. It's 2-1 and one as Matty Alou moved up in the batter's box on the pitch. With Gil Hodges in the hospital, having undergone surgery for a kidney stone, and he'll be in the hospital 10 days and out of action four to six weeks. Mets a little strapped at first base, and they have Frank Thomas playing first today in the first game of the doubleheader. Two and one to count to Matty Alou. The pitch is high. It is three and one. So Matty now looks down to Whitey Lockman to see whether or not he is free to rip away on three and one or whether he must take. Hiller leads at second. Three one pitch. It's right in there. He was taken all the way and it's three and two. Trailing by three runs. Giants, of course. Want base runners any way they can get them right here. With the power coming up in the batting order, Matty Alou to be followed by Willie Mays, Willie McCovey, and Philippe Alou. Jay Hook goes into the stretch and steps off the rubber. That tightens up Hiller at second, and Matty Alou steps out of the batter's box at the plate. Now he's back in, waggling the bat. Jay Hook shakes off one time. Now, that's the one he wants. Into the stretch. Here's the payoff pitch. Swung on, full foul on the ground. On the first baseline, skipping on into the stands, back of the bag at first. Count holds to Matty Yellow. One man out in this situation. Giants batting in the top half of the sixth inning. And Jay Hook is set to work with a payoff pitch. And it's on the way. Curveball swung on a ground ball to Charlie Neal. He is up with it and he's going to first base in time. 
Dylan Moose to third, and now with two men out, Willie Mays will be coming up. That is the reception uh, given Willie Mays here at the polo ground. And it's mixed. Twice he had a sacrifice fly to drive and a run in the first inning. He fouled out to the catcher in the fourth inning. But ever dangerous in the clutch, Willie Mays with 25 home runs to his credit this season, and that is high in the National League. That's curveball dipping in there for a call strike one to Willie Mays. Really lean back a little, and uh, that one was bent right in. Hook takes him off and out, straighten out uh, right trousers leg, and he is set to continue. Big Willie McCovey now leaning on a bat in the on-deck circle for the Giants. As Jay Hook works straight away, winds and fires, that pitch misses outside, and it's one and one. Hayes gets a handful of dirt. Comes along the handle of the bat and comes back in. Jay Hook leaning way over to get a sign this time. As it works straight away again on the rubber. The pitch swung on and missed. One and two with a count to Willie Mays. Again, Hook uh, takes care of the trousers leg. Apparently bothering him a little bit. He gets set for the one-two pitch. It misses outside, and Chris Canizero, thinking he might get a call, snaps his wrist and then fires the ball back out to Jay Hook. It's even now to Mays at 2-2. Willie right now hitting 304 for the season. Hook staring over at the base runner, Chuck Killer, leading off the bag at third. And now he's set to work the 2-2 pitch to Mays. It is in there for a call, strike three. He struck him out. Oh, Jay Hook, with his second strikeout of the day, caught Willie Mays looking and in the top half. On the sixth inning, the Giants got no runs on one hit to double by Hiller, no errors. And one man left, so at the end of five and one half innings of play at the polo ground, the score is... The New York Mets 5 and the San Francisco Giants 2. And now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes. We're going now to the bottom half of the sixth inning, and the New York Mets will send up Chris Canizero, Jay Hook, and Richie Ashburn. The Mets leading by a score of 5-2. Jay Hook uh, pitching himself out of what could have been trouble there. As Chuck Hiller led off with a double, moved to third on an infield out, and died right there. Chris Canizero, right-hand batter, has been up twice. He singled in the third inning. And uh, punted into uh, fielder's choice in the fourth. There's a pitch in there for a call strike. In the fourth, Canizero laid down a punt. The uh, throw was made to third. There was an error on the throw, but it was the judgment of the official score that a perfect throw would have nailed the runner, and so it became, instead of a sacrifice, 
a fielder's choice. Pitches outside for a ball. It's one and one. The difference being, of course, that the sacrifice would not count a time at bat while the fielder's choice does in the matter of figuring batting averages. One-one pitch. Taken high as Canisera started the swing and checked it in time. Game time tomorrow night here at the Polo Grounds. 8 p.m. The Giants and the Mets. Big crowd on hand yesterday for Old Timers Day and a big crowd on hand for today's Sunday doubleheader. Here's the pitch swung on as a ground ball to short. Taken by Jose Pagan. He plays across to McCovey in time. And Canizaro has grounded out short to first. That will bring up pitcher Jay Hook, who is in the on-deck circle and advancing to the plate right now. Hook comes out uh, to the on-deck circle, and he's getting uh, a hand now as he goes to the plate. He's one of the two pitchers around who uh, has the habit of coming on out to the on-deck circle uh, when it's his time up next. He's a left-hand batter, struck out swinging, and hit into a force play. Moves up as though the button takes a call strike. Richie Ashburn is now on base for the New York Mets. He has drawn two walks in this afternoon's ball game. One of them with the bases loaded to drive in a run. Now the ball is uh, dragged down the first baseline. Fielded by McCormick and he plays over to McCovey in time. A drag bunt by Jay Hook, but uh, he is out one to three if you're scoring. Two away, nobody on for the Mets in the bottom of the sixth. And Richie Ashburn's coming up. It is the New York Mets five and the San Francisco Giants two. Mike McCormick, the fourth Giant pitcher of the day. Working on the mound as Ashburn has uh, stepped back and uh, asked Walsh to take a look at the ball. And umpire Frank Walsh does. Puts another ball in play and throws that one out. <laughs> Left-hander Mike McCormick now into the windup. And the fastball. They're coming in high for ball one. Charlie Neal is on deck for the Mets. Has a call strike to Ashburn. One and one. That pitch is high for ball. bottom of the fifth when the Mets loaded him up on Mike McCormick. Al Darick had uh, Bob Garibaldi throwing in the bullpen. Did not have to use him as uh, Chacon hit into a double play that got him out of the inning. Two balls and one strike to count to Richie Ashburn. Pitch is high. It's out three and one now to Richie.
This is the first game of a scheduled doubleheader here at the Polo Grounds this afternoon. This season, the Giants have won six doubleheaders, lost one, and split one. They have swept two previous twin builds from the Mets this season. 3-1 pitch to Ashburn. He walked him, and uh, Ashburn has walked for the third time today. And that will bring up Charlie Neal. Ashburn now has 1,155 career walks. He gets on base a great, great deal. Charlie Neal hit into a double play, walked, and hit into a double play. Swings and fouls it back onto the screen for strike one. Cliff Cook next up for the Mets. Farmick takes a look over at Richie Ashman, leading off the bag. It first comes to the plate to Neal. He swings and misses for strike two. Twenty-three-year-old Mike McCormick. His seventh season in the major leagues. With a two-strike pitch to Neal, swung on, and a little number off the end of the bat down the first baseline, a foul ball. Taken by McCovey in foul territory, halfway to the bag at first. Count holds at two strikes. Tom Haller coming back to pick up the mask. He had scurried down the first baseline in pursuit of that foul ball. Thinking it might possibly stay fair. Count holds at two strikes to Charlie Neal as Ashburn leaves at first base. Throw over and Ashburn is hung up between first and second. McCovey throws now to Hiller back to McCovey. gets by him and Ashburn's going to second. As a throw to second, he's safe at second base. Chuck Hiller on a throwback winged it past McCovey and Tom Haller had to back it up. So Ashburn has moved to second. They had him leaning in the wrong direction and the throw over had him moving towards second. It is scored as an error on Hiller on the throw. An error on Hiller on the throwback allowing Ashburn to move to second. Count to Charlie Neal is still still two strikes, but now Ashburn is in scoring position at second base. The Mets lead by score five to two. That pitch is high for ball. Jack O'Connor, the umpire second, takes off his cap, mops his board, puts it back on. Working in shirt sleeves today, all the umpires on the bases. Working in... Um, Church leaves. McCormick with the one-two pitch to Neal. Swung on and fouled off. Out of play. Count holds to Neal. A 
Bob Bolin is scheduled to pitch the second game of the doubleheader for the San Francisco Giants, and Bill Hunter is scheduled to work for the New York Mets. Mike McCormick taking a long, long time to get the sign here. Has it? The one-two pitch is high. It's two and two. McCormick now takes off the glove to massage the baseball. Richie Ashburn takes a lead at second. The 2-2 pitch to Neal. Swung on and missed strike three. McCormick struck him out. That's the third strikeout for Mike. And in the bottom half of the sixth, the Mets are out with no runs, on no hits, one error, and one man left. And at the end of six full innings of play, the score is the New York Mets five, San Francisco Giants two. And now coming in here to carry you the rest of the way, Bob Murphy. Willie McCovey leading off in the seventh inning for the San Francisco Giants. Mets out in front by a score of five to two. Five runs on seven hits. The Giants two runs on six hits. Right in there for a call strike. Now Willie McCovey cocks the bat and comes to pitch to him, and he pops up a change up to short left field. Elio Chacon running across the rim of the outfield grass has it for the out. Elio was having some trouble with the sun on that one. One away, nobody on. Now top of the seventh inning, up comes Philippe Ballou. One out, nobody on. Philippe Alou, 0 for 2 in the game on a line drive to third and a long fly hit deep to center that was run down. Takes the pitch highest, one ball, no strikes. Now hooked into his windup, his pitch to Alou. Fastball over, a call strike. One ball, one strike. Philippe hitting at 324. Alvin Dark has used four pitchers, Billy Pierce, Jim Duffalo, Don Larson, and Mike McCormick. Jay Hook has gone all the way for the New York Mets, and the pitch is outside and low. Ball two, two balls and one strike. Fans, light up a Viceroy and find out what we mean when we say Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Tom Haller is the on-deckator. Now Hook delivers two and one to Philippe Alou, and it's outside. Ball three, three and one.
Whitey Lockman coaching at third, and Wes Westrom is coaching at first. Now Jay Cranks, in comes his 3-1 pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Philippe Ballou had taken that step toward first. And Frank Walsh brings him back. Night game with San Francisco tomorrow night. Tuesday, an off day. Midweek doubleheader on Wednesday at 1.30 against the sizzling Pittsburgh Pirates. They were cooled off a little bit in the opening game today with St. Louis. Cardinals winning on a 10th inning home run by Fred Whitfield. Cut on and foul. Back over our broadcasting booth and out of play. Philippe Ballou, three and two, one out, nobody on top of the seventh inning. Hook winds, in comes the pitch. Curve, swung and missed, he struck him out. That's number three for Jay Hook. He now has struck out three of the last... Well, he, didn't, he did not get a strikeout until the fifth inning. One in the fifth, one in the sixth, and now one in the seventh. Batter is Tom Haller. He singled to right field his last time up. Left-handed batting catcher takes a slow breaking pitch low. One ball and no strike. Now Jay peering in takes his sign from Canisero and the pitch to Haller is over at the knees for a call strike. One ball, one strike. That's trying for their first victory here at the Polo Grounds over the Giants. San Francisco winning the first four games played. Now the 1-1 delivery. And it's up high. Ball two. In that second game in Philadelphia, the Dodgers are pitching Phil Ortega. And the Phillies are going... Up, up toward the backstop. Canizero running back, running back near the backstop has no play. Ball is up on the screen, out of his reach. And the count is even now at two and two. Art Mahaffey of the Phillies is staging a remarkable comeback this year. Even count now, two and two on Tom Haller. Hooks pitch to him. Inside and low, it's ball three, and the string is out, three and two. Jose Pagan is the on-deck batter. Nothing going in either bullpen. The Mets out in front, five to two, and we're in the seventh inning. Mets scored five runs in the fourth inning. Now the payoff pitch, and it's up high, ball four, and Haller walks. That is the first walk given up by Jay Hook. 
The first game is over now in Milwaukee. Looper death pitch to five hit shutout. And the Braves beat Cincinnati five to nothing with Jim Maloney, the losing pitcher. Cubs lead Houston 3-1 at the end of three and a half in the first game in Houston. The warm-ups for the second game in Pittsburgh, Kurt Simmons for the Cardinals and Earl Francis for the Pirates. Simmons 8-5 on the year and Francis 5-5. Five five. Pagan bunts the ball off the mound quickly. Jay Hook, he picks it up. He throws hard out at first on a close play. Jose Pagan trying to bunt for a hit, but Jay Hook throws him out. In the seventh inning, the Giants go down with no runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. And now at the end of six and a half innings, the score here at the Polo Grounds, the Mets five and the Giants two. So here it is, the seventh inning, and... Now New York will have the heart of the batting order coming up against Southpaw Mike McCormick in the last half of the seventh inning. Giants winding up the series with a night game tomorrow night starting at 8 o'clock here at the Polo Grounds. Then Danny Murtaugh and the Pittsburgh Pirates featuring Roberto Clemente will be coming in on Wednesday and Thursday for a day doubleheader Wednesday at 1.30 and a twinighter Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Roberto Clemente, the right fielder of the Pirates and the defending National League batting champion, got off to a slow start offensively this year, but how he has been hitting the last six or seven weeks. He starts today only one point behind the Dodgers' Tommy Davis for the National League lead. Clemente starting the afternoon batting at 350. Now Cliff Cook is up against Mike McCormick. Fastball over, strike one call. Cliff has one hit and three times up. He singled in that big fourth inning. Now the pitch on the way. Outside and low, one ball and one strike. The first game is over now at Metropolitan Stadium in the Twin Cities, and the Minnesota Twins down the Boston Red Sox 5-3. Lee Stang, the winner in relief, and Don Swall, the loser. The 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes. on the way a grounder hit down to third fielding at Davenport he pegs to McCovey and Cliff is out Cook retired on a grounder third to first one away nobody on now bottom half of the seventh on to hit will be Frank Thomas Frank has swung a big bat in the game with two doubles in three times up his first double knocked two runs in and tied the game two to two then Elio Chacon singled with the bases loaded driving two more in to make it four to two Richie Ashburn walked with the bases loaded, forcing in the fifth run of the game for the Mets. Outside and low, it's ball one. First game is over in Cleveland. The Baltimore Orioles used four home runs to back up Chuck Estrada in beating Cleveland six to four. Fastball outside. Ball two, two and oh on Frank Thomas. Now McCormick winds and throws. A line drive sinking into left field for a base hit, his third of the game. 
Running toward the line is Philippe Alou, and he whips the ball back in quickly. So Frank Thomas has his third hit of the game. That's the third hit given up by Mike McCormick in relief, and it brings up Felix Mantilla. Mantilla has a perfect day going. Felix has been up three times, walked twice, and singled to center field. Ball one, the breaking ball taken, down low and inside. McCormick up in pitching position, checks Thomas. Fastball right in there for a call strike. One ball and one strike. Mantilla hitting at 275. One and one the count on Mantilla and a throw to first by McCormick, not in time. McCormick had Ashburn picked off in the sixth inning, but in the rundown, second baseman Chuck Hiller made a bad throw, and Richie went on to second. Throw to first. Thomas getting back. Oh, I hear the phone ring. I guess we missed the station break. Now the 1-1 pitch. Foul ball back over the press box and out of play. One ball and two strikes. So after Felix takes his turn at bat, we'll give our stations a chance to identify. Right here, we're in the home seventh inning. New York 5, San Francisco 2. Mike McCormick getting his sign from Tom Haller. Thomas on first, one man out. The pitch to Mantilla, grounded foul in behind Salihimas. So the count remains at one and two on Mantilla. The Mets have a game with the Giants tomorrow night, then the two doubleheaders with the Pirates Wednesday and Thursday, then they hit the road. Their next road trip will take them to Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. It will be the first time the Mets have been in St. Louis since opening day of the season. Outside and high, it's two and two on Felix Mantilla. McCormick, a very slow worker on the mound, is now up in pitching position. And he throws over to first base. That's hoping that they can break out and get some more runs to go with. Hit down the right field line, another foul ball. This will be into the crowd in the upper deck. 
Ron Keneal is the on-deck batter. And then Elio Chacon. Good ball game going with the Mets in front. Five to two. We're in the last half of the seventh inning. Jose Pagan a stride toward the hole is short, playing a double play depth against Felix Mantilla, and Chuck Hiller shades toward second. Now the pitch by McCormick, and it's fouled again. No play as this one heads back up toward the roof. So once again, it's two and two. While the new ball is being worked up, we'll take the time now to pause for station identification. This is WGY Connected, the 810 on your dial, where the time is 21 minutes before 5, and the temperature 81 degrees. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Cantor from the Polo Grounds. Batter is Mantilla facing Mike McCormick, and the count two balls and two strikes. A ground ball hit towards second. Hiller flips the ball to Pagan. There's one. Pagan to first. Out at first. Double play. Mighty close play at first base. Cookie Lavichetto discussing it with Ken Burkhardt. But the Giants click off another double play, their third of the game. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left on. And now seven innings complete, and the score, the Mets five, and the Giants two. For those of you who may have joined us late, the New York Mets have lost the services of Gil Hodges for possibly as long as a month. Or Gill underwent surgery for removal of a kidney stone at Roosevelt Hospital today. All of us certainly want to send along our very best wishes to Gill. Gill will be confined for probably 10 to 14 days after surgery. Now Harvey Keene is coming out to bat for Mike McCormick in the top of the eighth inning. Mike McCormick in relief. Worked three innings, allowed no runs, scattered three hits, walked two, and struck out one. And now in the bullpen, the Giants have Juan Marichal warming up. And they also have Bob Garibaldi warming up. Outside and high, it's ball one. Hard-hitting Harvey, batting at 3-12 on the year. Here's the wind-up pitch by a hook, and it's a strike on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Bob Garibaldi is in uniform during the game and on the roster for the first time. Dipped in there by hook, strike two, one and two now on Harvey Keene. Harvey hitting for Mike McCormick. We're in the eighth inning with the Mets in front on the opener of this twin bill, five to two. Harvey, a lifetime 300 hitter. The one-two delivery, a ground ball on the right side of the diamond to his left is Charlie Neal. He pegs over to Thomas in time, getting Harvey Keene. 
One away, nobody on. Now in the eighth inning, it's the top of the batting order for the Giants, and they'll have their second baseman, Chuck Hiller, batting. He doubled his last time up. One hit and three trips. Hiller hitting at 273. In comes the pitch badge, Jay. Good pitch off the fist is foul back, strike one. Chuck Hiller, the young giant second baseman, is from Johnsburg, Illinois. Now the pitch on the way, a foul ball back, and the count goes strike two. Second game in Philadelphia, the Dodgers and Phils are tied 1-1 in the second. One ball and two strikes now on second baseman Chuck Hiller. Jim Davenport is on deck with Matty Alou to follow. This is game 12 between the Mets and Giants this year. A one-two pitch by Jay Hook. He just got a piece of that one, a foul ball in the dirt. So the count remains, one and two. Umpire Frank Walsh examines the ball, lets it stay in play. Jay over the head. Down comes the arm. A long drive that's foul up in the upper deck out of play. He teed off on that one. But got too far out in front and it was foul by a fairly wide margin. Count remains at one ball and two strikes on Chuck Hiller. Well, either the ace of the giant mound staff, Juan Marichal, or one of the wealthiest young men in the country, Bob Garibaldi, will be coming on to pitch. Ground ball on the right side, running to his left. Charlie Neal, he feels it on the rim of the grass. Throws to first, two down. Ralph, we ought to try to borrow a few bucks from that fellow. He's got some money. No one knows for sure what he did get this time, but they talk about 150000 uh, It's up there pretty good. Well, I'll say one thing. If you go to college, you learn an awful lot. Yes, indeed. Well, he was voted the outstanding player in the College World Series at Omaha, Nebraska. Jim Davenport, the hitter, and the pitch is ball one. Jim has one for three, doubled in the first inning. Bob Garibaldi is a very impressive young man to talk to. Tall, well-muscled right-hander with a good fastball. Breaking ball over on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. We're in the eighth inning. Two outs and nobody on. Mets leading five to two. Matty Alou is on deck with Willie Mays to follow. The 1-1 delivery. 
A little bit outside. Ball two, two, and one. Veteran Roy Seavers cracked a home run in the second inning in Philadelphia to tie the Dodgers. They're 1-1 now at the end of two innings. Ortega against Mahaffey. And Seavers, after probably the slowest start in his career, has really been hitting for the last month for the Philadelphia Phils. A number of the real good hitters in baseball got off very slow this year, but they're all hitting and hitting very well now. The old saying, the cream rises to the top. Foul ball off the plate, back toward the dugout. You know, Ralph, over that first month or five weeks, Roberto Clemente and Frank Robinson couldn't buy a hit. Robinson, I remember, in Cincinnati was really down. He was in the hundreds. Well, you know, they all, the good hitters, they all come up to the top. The cream separates from the milk, and uh, before the season's over, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Now the 2-2 pitch, a fly ball looped to short right field. This is going to be in for a base hit. Running to the line for it is Cliff Cook, and on his way to second is Davenport. He's in with a Texas League double down the right field line. Seven hits in the game now for San Francisco, and Matty Alou comes up. Matty Alou has been hit by a pitch, single to center, and grounded out second to first. Another veteran off to a slow start this year who now is well over the 300 mark is Henry Aaron. Now Jay Hip in pitching position. The batter is Matty Alou. Davenport on second. Lined hard, but it'll be fouled down the right field line and into the corner. Carl Warwick hit a two-run homer off Bob Buell in the fourth inning in Houston. Beg your pardon, and the Cole 45s tied the Chicago Cubs 3-3 at the end of four. Pitch to Matty Alou, a foul ball back to the screen, no play. The Cardinals got two runs on Earl Francis in the first inning at Pittsburgh. At the end of one, St. Louis two, Pittsburgh nothing. The Cardinals won the opener on a 10th inning home run by Fred Whitfield. They won it three to two. Now Jay Hook with a two strike count on Matty Alou. Davenport on second, two down. We're in the top of the eighth inning. Now Jay makes the slow stretch. The one-second stop. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball way outside. One ball and two strikes. to the count on Matty Alou. Matty hitting at 263. They play him around to right as a full hitter. Ground ball slashed towards short. Backhanded by Chacon. The throw to third. Safe. Everybody's on. 
And so Willie Mays comes up with runners on first and third. Elio Chacon made a glittering play in the field to backhand that grounder hit toward the hole. And he threw to Mantilla. The throw was going to be there in time to get Davenport. But Mantilla, who had made a run on the grounder, was off the bag and not in a position to tag out Davenport. And so it goes as a base hit. And now Willie is up, representing the tying run at bat with two men down. Mays knocked in a run, his 82nd of the year, and the first with a fly ball to center. Since then, Willie has fouled out to Canizero and taken a call third strike. Willie 0 for 2 in the game, batting at 3 3 Now Jay Hook off the stretch. Down comes his pitch. Just off the outside corner is ball one. Now Bob Miller and Ray Davio are up and throwing in the bullpen for the New York Mets. When the Mets beat the uh, Giants in Candlestick Park, it was Bob Miller who came on to pitch the eighth and ninth innings and protect the lead. Now Hook is ready. The pitch to Mays. Outside, ball two. Now Canizaro moves out to the mound to give Hook a chance to catch his breath. The always dangerous Willie McCovey waiting on deck. the game right here for the New York Mets. Giants, runners at the corners, two men down. Mays the hitter. The 2-0 pitch, ball three, outside and low. And now Hook is behind on Willie, 3-0, and and Mays is checking with Whitey Lockman to see if he has the green light. Willie McCovey crouched on deck. Now Mays back in the batter's box to count three and nothing. And the pitch to him. He swings a line drive to left field, coming in fast and making the catch, Camille. Neal sprinting in the short left field to grab the liner hit by Willie Mays and the side is out. Willie hit a 3-0 pitch, landed hard, but Keneal came in fast to grab it. Side retired in the eighth inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left on. Now at the end of seven and a half innings to score, the Mets five and the Giants two. here at the Polo Grounds now will be watching the debut of Bob Garibaldi. Bob Garibaldi who was signed for a tremendous bonus by the San Francisco Giants. Played for the Santa Clara Broncos this year. In the College World Series at Omaha, his team went all the way to the finals. 
and he was voted the outstanding player in the college tournament at Omaha. Every big league ball club was after Garibaldi, including the New York Mets, who made him a very, very attractive offer, but Garibaldi simply preferred to remain in his own backyard. So Bob Garibaldi, big, hard-throwing right-hander. He signed out of his sophomore season. The Santa Clara baseball team produced two very big bonus ball players. Ernie Fazio, the shortstop, was signed for a reported $80,000 by the Houston Colt 45s. So here is Bob Garibaldi, all set to pitch to Rod Keneal. Rod has one for one. He singled to left field in the fifth inning. Fastball right in there. Strike one call. Anytime a player comes up to the major leagues, everybody takes a look at him, and right away you'll hear him say, well, he reminds me of so-and-so, or he looks like so-and-so. Just to look at him out there on the mound, he reminds me a lot of uh, Dick Donovan. Now the windup, in comes the pitch to Keneal. Tried a breaking ball, outside and low. One ball, one strike. Elio Chacon is on deck, and then Chris Canizero. The 1-1 pitch, and the ball is bunted, pounced on by Tom Haller. He pegs the first in time. Keneal trying to bunt his way on, but that bunt just kind of spun right out in front of home plate. One away, nobody on now in the last of the eighth inning. And the hitter is Elio Chacon. The Giants in their ninth inning will have Willie McCovey, Philippe Alou, and Tom Haller coming up against Jay Hook. Swing and a miss and a fastball that he threw by Elio Chacon. Bob Garibaldi celebrating his first day in uniform and on the roster of the San Francisco Giants. And Al Dark wasting no time in pressing him into service. Call strike. Indicates the kind of confidence that Alvin has in this young right-hander when he puts him in this kind of a ball game. Five to two, a ball game the Giants still have a chance to win. Little Elio has one for two. A fly ball looped to short right field. Getting under the ball is Matty Alou, and Matty makes the catch over near the line. So there are two away, and before Canizero comes up, we'll step out for station identification. You're tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station. The time in 15 seconds, 5 p.m. by the WGY clock. Well, the man says it's 88 degrees. Just a nice summer day. Summertime and the living is easy. Ralph says, oh, yeah? Outside and low, it's ball one. Our Ralph Kanter is a mighty busy man on these homestands here at the Polo Grounds with his pre- and his post-game shows and his play-by-play action. Foul ball back up toward the press box. It's out of play. One and one on Chris Canizero. 
Last of the eighth inning, Mets lead 5-2. Bob Garibaldi making his big league debut is on the mound for the San Francisco Giants. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Up high, he checks up on it. Ball two, two and one. He was quick with that one. In comes the 2-1 pitch, and it's over. Strike two call, two and two on Chris Canazaro. Jay Hook out on the on-deck circle trying to size up Bob Garibaldi. Garibaldi is the fifth pitcher used in this game by Alvin Dark. Billy Pierce was the starter. The Mets chased him when they scored their five runs and sent ten men to the plate in the fourth inning. Strike three called. Canizaro is called out. And it's a very impressive inning for Bob Garibaldi. Ball was dropped, thrown down to first, and the side is out. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Garibaldi getting a hand as he comes into the dugout. The youngster made a very, very impressive debut. So at the end of eight, the score, Mets five and the Giants two. Tall, cold glass, and settle back right now for the play-by-play -play through the top of the ninth inning. Jay Hook working in the top of the ninth with a three-run lead. And Jay, who stopped the nine-game losing streak for the Mets at the beginning of the year, and also a fellow who stopped the seven-game losing streak, standing batter is swung on and fouled away. Strike one. One ball, one strike. In the bullpen for the Mets, Ray Davio and Bob Miller throwing easily. Now Jay Hook with the 1-1 pitch, a slow curve, hits sharply down to first base. Frank Thomas finds it, goes over to first base and makes the play. And Frank Thomas on that smash by McCovey, didn't know he had the ball. It was a one-hopper, he made a fine play to just get the glove on the ball, but it stuck in the web and he made the play all by himself. A hard hit ball and one out. And now the batter is Philippe Lou. Well, Jay Hook in the last inning got Willie Mays on a 3-0 line drive to left field with two men on. Willie representing the time run in that case. Now the second man he has pitched to, including Mays, has sharply grounded out to first. There's the first pitch to Alou. Swing and a miss for strike one. Alou 0 for 3. He lined out the third, flat out to center field, and struck out. Batting from the right-hand side as Jay Hook comes in with a one-strike pitch. A bouncing ball hit down the short. A two-hopper. She's going up and over to first base in time. So Jay Hook now pitch away from a 5-2 win. And coming up with two men out here in the top of the ninth inning, Tom Holler, the catcher. Tom has singled, walked, and grounded out. One for two. into the windup for his first pitch to holler. It's at deep to right field. It's going to go all the way. And there it goes. A home run for holler.
with his eighth home run of the year, and that pulls the score up to five to three. Mets now with a two-run lead in the batter of pinch hitter, Ed Bailey. Well, that run not too important to Jay. With the Giants trailing by three runs, Jay was just trying to get the ball in there to make sure that he did not walk him. And Holler, given the go sign, swung away and picked up a home run. It's five to three now as Ed Bailey, batting for Jose Pagan, steps in the batting box. Bailey, a left-handed batter. He's batting 231 with 14 home runs and 36 runs batted in. And the first pitch to the left-handers, a strike call. Bailey with his 14 home runs this year, topping his last year total of 13 by one. The pitcher's the scheduled batter. But he undoubtedly will not hit if Bailey gets on. There's a check and a swing and tossed him a strike. Strike two. O.J. Hook with two strikes and a pitch away from picking up his seventh victory of the year. Stu Miller throwing easily in the bullpen for the Giants, hoping they can die. Now the windup for the two-strike pitch, a slow curveball that's outside, ball one. One ball and two strikes on Ed Bailey. Orlando Cepeda swinging the bat in the on-deck circle. Now time called as Canazero runs out to the mound to talk to Jay. So if Bailey gets on, the Giants have their big slugger, Orlando Cepeda, in the on-deck circle, readying the bat. He did not play today, being rested due to a hitting slump. Yesterday he was a pinch hitter against the Phils and picked up a base hit. Five to three game, Mets lead it. As Hook goes in for the 1-2 pitch, a curveball just missing low, ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Two balls and two strikes and two outs. Top of the ninth inning as Hook swings and returns to the plate. Curveball, got him looking, strike three. Picking up his seventh win of the year as the Mets win it five to three. And striking out Ed Bailey to end the inning after a home run by Tom Holler. In the inning for the Giants, one run on one hit. No errors, one man left. In the final score of the ball game, the Mets five runs on eight hits, no errors. The Giants three runs on nine hits. They made two errors. And now a word for pipe smokers. Pipe smokers. Relax in a man's world with Sir Walter Raleigh, the quality pipe tobacco. Now in the pouch pack. Keeps 44% fresher. Smells grand, packs right, smokes sweet, can't bite, and now it's packed in a pouch. Relax in a man's world with mild Sir Walter Raleigh. You'll enjoy it from the first pipeful because Sir Walter Raleigh's pouch pack keeps tobacco 44% fresher than old-fashioned tin cans. You can feel the tobacco is kept fresh and moist by the Sir Walter Raleigh pouch pack. Feels easier, doesn't spill, and talk about aroma. Smells grand, packs right, smokes sweet, can't bite, and now 
It's back in a pouch. Smoke Sir Walter Raleigh. Choice Kentucky Burley Extra Aged. Now kept 44% fresher in the pouch pack. Well, the New York Mets picked up their first win over the San Francisco Giants here in the Polo Grounds as Jay Hook picked up his seventh victory of the year. The Giants got out to a two-run lead in the first inning, but then the Mets bounced back with five runs in the fourth inning as they sent ten men to the plate. And in that inning, the Giants, with starter Billy Pierce on the mound, knocked him out. The Mets knocked out Pierce, and then Jim Duffalo came in, and then followed, following Duffalo was Don Larson. So the Mets scoring five runs in the fourth inning, their entire run total. Got out in front five to two, and they held on until the ninth inning when the Giants picked up one more and a home run by Tom Hodder, and the final score of the ball game five to three in favor of the Mets. The Mets five runs on eight hits, no errors. Six men left. The Giants three runs, nine hits, two errors. They left five on. The winning pitcher, Jay Hook, is reckoned now seven and nine. The losing pitcher was Billy Pierce. He now has won eight and lost three. Billy making his first start since June the 14th when he was spiked by Don Blassingame in a ball game. That's the first game of this doubleheader. We'll return you now to the studios, and we'll be back for action here at the Polo Grounds very shortly. So now back to your studios. 